Amen, amen. Everybody doing good? Let me get one good amen out of you. Woo! Keep them coming. I tell you what, today I want to speak right to your hearts with the message the Lord uh, entrusted to me this week. And like Tanya said, it's called, oh my goodness, I just love hearing that word right there. Limitless potential. And that's something we're usually thinking about the limits, but he says it's limitless. Amen. So I want to know something. Do you believe that in your life? Wow. Good thing we're preaching this message. Huh? <laughs> you know, I, I, let's be honest. Sometimes we think we just, wow, we're just limited because of this and that. But today the whole deal is I pray while we walk through God's message here that it will encourage us of who we are in Christ and what God has for us. Amen. So we need to believe that because if you just believe it for somebody else, it doesn't do you any good, does it? We need to believe that for ourselves, And this is what the Lord showed me when I was writing. He gave me a lot of one-liners this week. And I was just praying. And the Lord showed me this. He said, you harness the power when you believe the promise. I thought, isn't that something? You harness the power when you believe the promise. See, you can hear about a promise, but until you grab it by faith, you don't make it yours, do you? You can have a promise, but never step into it. So today, I want us to harness that. I want us to, to grab hold of that by faith. And insert ourselves in the story, all right? So let's take a look at this scripture here. If you've got your Bibles with you, I always encourage you to bring your Bibles. If not, we've got most of the scriptures up here, but always encourage you to bring your Bible, amen? So we're in Ephesians chapter 3, uh, verse 20 through 21. I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to come back and kind of pull a few things out. And it says, Now to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church. And in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Man, you read that and you say, wow, that is, that's powerful. But let's break it down a little bit. It says, now to him. Who's he talking about? God. Amen. That is able. We serve an able God, don't we? See, that's how when I'm studying, I look at this and I say, now, who's he talking about? Who's he talking to? Is he talking to me? Is he talking to somebody else? Well, guess what? God's speaking to us. Amen. Holy Spirit's going to just work this in our life, right? So now to him, God, that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. And then look what it follows up. That we ask or think. Now, I don't know about you. Sometimes I think I'm pretty creative. You guys think you're pretty creative? I think I could ask for some pretty cool stuff. But you know what? The word says, God, God's so far past that. You know, the word says that his ways are not our ways. His ways are above. How many agree with that? Absolutely. So look now. This now. When next time trouble comes knocking on your door, and I've been applying this to my life all week because I've had a couple of these this week, a couple of knocks on the door. Amen. But you know what? I said, shut the door. Shut the door. Tell them about Jesus. See, because if the devil get a toehold in your door, he'll put his foot in there, in his knee, and next thing you know, he'll be sitting at your coffee table. So you know what? We're going to shut the door on the devil. Amen. And we're going to keep harnessing the power because we believe the promising of God. So it says, according to the power that works in who? Us. Holy Spirit working in us. Holy Spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the dead working in us. Amen. Anybody feeling a little bit stronger yet? A little bit more strong. Well, guess what? Y'all be, y'all be look like Arnold. Time it's all over here in your faith. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. And it goes through here and it says, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus. Look at this. To all generations. Forever and ever. For all generations. Sounds like you're speaking to us, amen. For how long? Forever and ever. And so the sooner we embrace this, the sooner we can start living that abundant life. Got another one-liner the Lord gave me. Y'all ready for this? Said it's hard to paint a picture of victory when the words you speak draw lines of failure. Amen. I'm gonna read that again. It's hard to paint a picture of victory when the words we speak draw lines of failure. 
Think about our words start programming everything else we do. And you get that. I'll give you a perfect example. If that was, look, even the world knows that, right? If not, they wouldn't have any negative uh, ads when they're running for president and all these other offices, right? If they tell you something long enough, you'll start to believe it. I want to tell you the truth. And I want you to believe it right now because that's who God says you are. That's, a, that's his love letter to you, all right? And he tells us we got limitless potential, right? We can do all things through what? Christ who strengthens us, amen? Let's keep on rolling. So when you see this a lot of times, first thing usually comes up when we're talking about People want to say, yeah, but what do they say? Yeah, but my age at my age, I probably missed it. I mean, I'm just too old for that. Going to take care of that issue today while we walk through there, walk through the word. Next thing I hear a lot. Oh, yeah, but you don't know my situation. My situation, if my situation was a little bit better, you know, then I can fill in the blank. We're going to take care of that today, too. Okay. And then we're going to roll on here. Then it says, yeah, but it's just not the right time. It's just not the right time to, to, to start something new or, or whatever the case is. But we're going to talk to that today too. Amen. So anything you were thinking of, I think God's got an answer for it, doesn't he? Absolutely. So that's what we're going to take a look at today. So I want us to walk through God's word today and, and just step on those, those limits and, and look at the limitless potential that God has for us. Give you another one liner here. Y'all ready for this? Christ supplies all our needs. Y'all believe that? He supplies all our needs. But the Lord showed me this. He said, you define what you leave behind. You define what you leave behind. You think about this. A lot of times people, and I, I'm busy, and I know a lot of people are busy. You say, man, I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. But guess what? You got the same 24 hours that I got. And you got the 20, same 24 hours, Lord willing, that she's got. So how do we take that and, and, and be productive in the kingdom of God? I said, we seek you first the kingdom of God, amen? And he'll guide our steps. And I don't know how he multiplies times, but he can do it, can he? You know, the things you thought you could never get done, when we start going and putting our life in line with what God has and being obedient to him, you watch how he grows us in that. So everybody doing good? We're going to jump in. If you got your hand, amen. That's what I'm talking about. Man, set an example there. So the first thing I want to talk about, we're going to talk to it at any age, all right? We can have limitless potential at any age. And God gives us a great example. I said, you know, in the Bible, uh, he, he speaks to every issue in our life, like we said. And I said, you know, why do you think the devil wants you to keep the Bible shut? Because he don't want you to know all the promises of God. He doesn't want you to know what God's done for you. He doesn't want to get you to church, right? He'll go ahead and put a big uh, 8K race or something away and make you late for church, won't he? I didn't look nowhere. <laughs> Isn't that something? I mean, there's always a hurdle or something like that. But you know what? Those that are dedicated will keep on pushing. Amen. And they'll keep on coming and say, that's all right. I'm coming. It don't make no, any, make no difference to me. So I want to cash in on that today as we go through what God can do and what God will do and what God wants to do and what he's already done. Amen. So God gives us some great examples in his word. Amen. I want to take a look here. So talking about age, and I'm not just going to hit seniors. I'm going I'm to walk right on through the whole deal, all right? So everybody, watch your toes. It's coming. Look at this. Moses, 80 years old when God called him to be sent to Pharaoh. 80 years old. I just turned 50, and I'm thinking, man, I don't know if I can handle that. Well, guess what? I know I couldn't handle that, but I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. And that's the way I have to look at things. Wait a minute. I'm not in this thing alone. Do you ever feel like you're the only one on the team? Do you sometimes? Be honest, we do sometimes. That's when we have to go back and look at the word of God and the promises of God and say, wait a minute now. 
When everybody else is gone and everything else is stripped away, God will not leave me. Amen? God will not leave me. I want you to get that down in your heart today. So, so at 80 years old, Moses is, is just getting in the game. But he's also been all the things he went through God was using. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But all those things that we go through, can God use them? Absolutely. All right, who else are we thinking about? All right, ladies, I didn't leave you out. What about Esther? She was about 40 years old when she had to stand up for her people, for the whole nation. You know, and, and I won't go through the whole story, but she had to go and uh, go before the king. And if, if the way the things were set up back then, if she went before the king without asking, getting permission, or he beckoned for her, that could be death. But she saw what needed to be done was greater than even her life. She saw that other people's lives were at stake. When we go and share our faith, or when we talk to people about Christ, do we realize what it's at stake for them? Right? Do we realize what God's called us to? Aren't you glad that somebody told you about Jesus? Amen? That's a good place to say amen. Let's keep on going. All right? What about Joseph? All right? Going through there, 30 years old. And God brought him up through a lot of different things, didn't he? And he helped rule in Egypt through the famine. I'll get it out in a minute. That's the word I was looking for. Through all that stuff. And God continues to use us. And I want to take a minute right here. He didn't say, well, you know, I just can't use you because you've been in the pit. I can't use you because you've been to jail. Right? That didn't slow him down a bit. Let's keep on going. Got some more for you. David, they say about he was about 15 years old when he killed Goliath. Amen. 15 years old. This little fellow on the front row right here is 15 years old. This one beside him is 15 years old, isn't he? 14. Well, you just got to be tougher then. <laughs> so these, these strong fellows right here, David was about that age when he took on a giant. But he didn't go alone, did he? Amen? He knew that God was with him. And then we say Jesus was teaching at the temple at age 12. Now let's go back again, just like I said. It, it doesn't matter what age we're at. What matters is, are you available? Did you hear that? Are you available? I'm going to tell you, God can use us all the time. I wrote this down last night. I said, it seems we can always spot the reasons we can't be used faster than the reasons we can be used. Isn't that something? If somebody says, hey, can you do this? And you got a list of all the can'ts. I don't think I can make that. I don't know. I've got this going on and this is going on. But if it's a priority in your life, you will find a way to make it, won't you? You will. Over and over and over. And I'm glad so many of y'all made it a priority today to come and learn from the Lord today. Amen. Take a look at this. I said, if we can get our eyes off ourselves and onto the Lord, that's when things start to change, don't they? Because if I sit there and I just rehearse the hurt and I keep looking at my stuff, what's going on, I have, I have to grab myself by the back of the neck and say, wait a minute. Is this true? Absolutely. Is what God says true? Always. So I'm going to go with what God says because you know what? He never changes. The Bible says we can come boldly to the throne of grace, amen, because of what Christ has done for us. We're in the family of God. So we need to walk in that. We need to hold on to that. So at any age, can God use you? Absolutely. So how's that going to change your attitude about when you leave today? You're going to say, God can use me at any age. Now, that doesn't mean if you're 30, you say, well, he can use me at any age. I'll just wait till I'm 80. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking about letting him use you today. All right. But if, if we're 80, don't let that slow you down and say, well, you know what? He'll use you till God calls you home. That's amazing. I, I tell you what, it's amazing that, you know, when, when uh, on all aspects of, of life, I've seen God speak to me through very young folks. 
You know? And folks that maybe are, are, are on their deathbed. I won't go through the whole story. The, one of the reasons that we're here today is a man spoke into my life on his deathbed over 17 years ago. Isn't that something? That's amazing. That's where keep the promise comes from. My friend's dad made me promise. You got to promise me. Keep doing what you're doing. You got to keep doing what you're doing. And within a day and a half or so, he was gone. That's amazing. And all, he, all that day, my buddy said, oh, my dad just kept saying, I want to talk to Buddy. I want to talk to Buddy. I'm so glad that I went to listen. I didn't want to. It wasn't convenient. It wasn't a pretty sight. Amen. You see what I'm saying? It's not something I was looking forward to. And I remember it just as clear as if I was just sitting there talking to him today. And out of all the things out of my mouth, I could have said, hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? This is what I said. What do you want me to do? I didn't mean, what do you want me to do? But I, I just, I knew God just birthed that question in my heart. I, just, I said, what do you want me to do? And he raised up in a hospital bed and grabbed my hand. He says, you got to keep doing what you're doing. You got to promise. You got to keep promising that. Now you think about that. 17 years later, that we have the opportunity to put God's word all over the United States. Many of y'all know we use the internet and anything else we can use to get the word out. And, uh, you know, many of you know that we, we have the app for the phone. When we first started, when Tim put that app together, we had a trial version. And it said, well, after you get about 100, you might have to upgrade and all this. When Tim checked it last night, we're over 300 and some people logs onto that thing. All over the world. That's a blessing. Isn't that a blessing? So morning, noon, and night, they have the opportunity to hear about Jesus Christ. Because of your prayers, your giving, and your doing. And how God brings all the gifts together to further the kingdom. Amen. What gift has God given you to further the kingdom? I want you to think about that. So at any age, we can be used. Well, you know what we like to say, don't we? Well, you just don't know my situation. Let's move on to that. All right. Your past is not impossible for God. Amen? I want you to hear that. Your past doesn't destroy your future. Your, pipe, your past might, might be the tool that God uses for you to survive your future. Amen? Did y'all hear that? It might be something that you went through. That helps you keep going today. It might be something you went through that you could share with somebody else. It's not always easy. It's not always convenient. Uh, most of the time it's tough. Sometimes it's very costly. Amen. But it, sometimes when we look at this, I'd say most times, it helps prepare us if we take the positive out of it. Prepare us for a better life today. Amen. For things that we deal with today. Let's just take a look. We go back to, uh, we mentioned Joseph. You know. Joseph had all these dreams that God had showed him and everything, and he shared them with his brother, and guess what it bought him? It bought him a, a, a couple of days in the pit, didn't it? And he got sold off in slavery. He got lied on. He got all twisted around on all that stuff. He got passed over. But that one day, right, it all came together. Did God forget him in the pit? No. Did he forget him at, at Potiphar's house? No. Did he forget him in, in, in the jail? No. Do you believe that God was working all things together for the good? God was preparing those things. I don't know what each of us are going through. Everybody's got to walk that they've got to walk. And sometimes it's pretty difficult, amen? Some days are better than others. Okay? But I want to tell you this. What has helped me with this, and this is what I've just been telling myself this week. God's showing me something in the trials that I go through each day and each week so that it will strengthen me and cause me to, to lean on him even more. So if that's the case, and I believe that to be true, amen, 
How am I going to come up short? I'm never going to come up short relying more on God than I rely on me. Amen? You're never going to come up short relying more on Him than you do yourself. Because you can only go so far. You only go so far with your good looks, your smarts, your dance moves, whatever you want to plug in there. But I'm going to tell you what. Those things fade sometimes, don't they? And see, what happens is we think, well, if I can't do physically what I used to do, then I'm probably of no value. Boy, that's a lie from the devil, isn't it? Isn't that something? It's amazing. In the movie we watched, and I don't want to give it all away. It just went back to, to my, um, my memory there. There was a, there was a fellow that uh, he was a big shot, but he was making the money and everything. And his mother was, was aging, and she had problems with Alzheimer's and things. And his sister would call and say, hey, you know, you need to probably come see mom. And his attitude, why? She don't even know why I'm there. Boy, what a hardened heart, isn't it? Isn't that something? He said, she, she said, I think he said, if, you could, if she can tell you what two plus two is, I'll come over. I said, boy, isn't that something? Don't we forget who carried us through the tough times a lot of times. That's your mama. Now, I know that was a movie, but I'm tell you what, I've been around enough and you have too. But that's not too far from what we see a lot of times. So finally he decides to go by. And he's basically chastising his mother. He says, you know what? You prayed all your life. And look at you. And she was just looking out the window. And he went on and on and on. How he was trying to, to tell her, look how God left you behind. Look at this. If he was real, why would you be going through some of this stuff? And then that moment of clarity, she spoke Words of wisdom. Amen. Wow. Isn't that something? We think we got it all figured out. We want to judge everybody on our scale. We want to judge folks from left to right and all this. But I'm going to tell you what. That's God's job. Amen. Well, let's get our eyes on God and see who's walking along with us. And there's somebody running a little behind. Let's go back and help him along the way. Amen. Let's get our eyes on God. You know, uh, what's that song uh, that Tanya sings about uh, the army? What is that? Uh, power of the cross. What is it? It's C sharp. D, E. Yeah. Okay, I'm going blank. Yeah. I'm trying to help me out here. But anyway, yeah. Welcome to Bama. But anyway, in that song, it talks about, it talks about we are the army. Rock, that's the one. There's an army rising up. That's the one too. Yeah. Power in the name of Jesus. I'm sorry. Sometimes. See, that's what happens when you don't read music. You rely on this. It's like, yeah, that's the one. That's it. But anyway, I know the message. There's power in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that's what I love to hear about that. How often do we use that name for the right reasons? Amen. How often do we speak that word of life? You know, many times we've, we've spoke about this over the months. When you first hear that name, Jesus, what do you think of? For everybody, it might be a little different. Some have said love. Some say forgiveness. Some say father. Some say daddy. You know, it all depends what you might be going through. But I'm going to tell you what. He's more than enough. Amen. He's more than enough. Let's keep on going with that. So no matter what you're going through, God never leaves you. And just like we said in Joseph's life, all those things that many people, and I'm sure he did at times, uh, counted as negative. God never overlooked them. God was able to mold that into that man's life to serve him better. You know, that's just amazing. I said the same applies to you and the same applies to me. It's not your situation, but how you respond to your situation. Amen. You look over and over. Somebody was telling me something they had saw on TV the other day. And it was about this little ballerina girl. And man, they look, gosh, she is amazing. She did all this dancing and all this stuff. And they did an interview on this young lady. This guy's telling me at work. And she had no 
after note, after letter, after letter, we can't use you. You're too short. You're too this. You're too that. You're too that. She said, oh, no. And she kept pressing in. And she kept doing and doing and going and giving it all to the Lord. And God used her in a mighty way. Sometimes a negative will keep your feet to the fire to help warm up the whole situation. Amen. I'm not saying it's easy. But you know what? I read something the other day. It said, people don't remember you for the things that you dodged. They remember you for the things you made it through. That's a good word right there. Isn't that something? If you, every time something comes up, you're over here. You're over here. You're over here. You know what I call that? <laughs> I call it Silverstone. You remember the pan? Teflon. You ever work with anybody like that? Yeah, don't raise your hand. But anyway, sometimes, sometimes I say, yeah, that kind of sounds kind of Teflon to me. And the guys at work know exactly what I mean. It means, hey, you told us to do that, right? And they go, I don't remember calling saying that. <laughs> they get amnesia, right? I said, Teflon. Nothing's going to stick to them, right? But I'm going to tell you what. God will stick with you through all situations. Let's keep on rolling. Amen. Let's take a look at this. I said, your current situation doesn't overwhelm God. Isn't that good news? If you think that what you're dealing with today is overwhelming God, you're wrong. Now, it might be overwhelming you and it might be overwhelming me. And I'm not taking any teeth out of what's going on in that situation. But it's not overwhelming God. Think about it. Let's go back to Joseph. He said, oh, man, they just threw that boy in the pit. What in the world am I going to do? Can you believe that lady lied on my board right there? What am I going to do? Can you believe that guy said he was going to mention a good word and get him out of jail? And he didn't. What is he? Who's in control? God. Romans 8, 28. God works all things together for the good. Amen. Sometimes you just got to have that as your life first. When things don't seem like the way you want them to be. Has that ever happened to anybody's life? Anybody's ever had a heartbeat? I believe that's, that's a place to say amen. Because things don't always work out the way... That you think they should. But that's okay. God can still use that situation. So realize today that you're not hopeless when you're hopeful in Christ. Let's go back to God's word. I want you to remember this. And it says, now to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. See, if we come back to that, that changes everything. Huh? I said, you know what? I said, we often live our lives like God sets the limits on us. But if the truth is known, many times we're the ones limiting what God is doing in us. Amen. I can tell you that from this guy right here. You think about the times that God nudged you to do this or maybe not do this. And you said, now nah, I'm going to do it anyway. Does that mean God left? You know, but sometimes we step out of the will because we're not listening. We're not being obedient. Does God just say, well, that's it. No, but sometimes we end up feeling the burn, won't we? But God still loves you. God's still good. God's still in control. And he'll never leave you. Amen. So when we look at that, I want us to get, I, really, I, I hope you guys take this verse that we have on uh, your handouts and really apply that to your life. Now, to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. When I read that, I have confidence in my God. When I see what the word says about my Lord and Savior and who he is and what he's done and what he's willing to do in my life, that starts changing what? My perspective on things, doesn't it? And what it does is it takes my eyes off my problem and put them on the problem solver. Sometimes we just need to be in God's word. Amen. I, I recommend that daily. Absolutely. Get those verses down in your heart. Amen. And I said this here. I said, because you know what happens many times like that? When we, we set the own limits on ourselves, we begin to get comfortable. We want to take the quick and easy way. I said many times, not all the time, but we can find our way 
just relying on our own strength. And usually what happens after a short period of time is this. We get frustrated and we get weary. You ever done that? You're doing this and, and, you know, man, I don't understand. The Lord ain't sending any help. And I'm doing this and nobody wants help. And I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I, 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 I. While that might be true, God said, you know what? I sent three people yesterday, but you were too busy to even look up. You know, I don't know what that situation is. But I tell you this, as we're seeking the Lord, if God chooses to send somebody, welcome. If he chooses not to send somebody, press in and thank the Lord that you're strong enough to do what he's given you to do. Amen. I'm not real big on cutting grass, but you know what? When I started getting out there, I said, you know what? A couple years ago, I couldn't even walk and cut my grass. So I have to start thinking along those lines right there. Now I just call Jeff. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, look at this. And now Jeff can walk. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I just want to take a minute like that. And we have a lot of, a lot of good times when we're, we're cutting up and stuff. But the truth is there. You know, a lot of times you say, oh, my gosh, i, I got to get new tires on my car and everything else. We've got a brand new vehicle. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so we can't have it both ways. We need to look at that and say, man, Lord's blessed me with a vehicle. And now, you know, yeah, hey, you know what? That car's lasted so long it wore out a, a set of tires. It's all in how we look at things, how we approach our situation. You know what I mean? Keep that in mind this week. Well, let's keep on going here. What does it say? According to the power that works in us. Man. It doesn't say according to the power, your own power, but the power that works in us. Holy Spirit is the one that brings forth the power, amen, that divine strength. You ever been through a situation and somebody says, I just don't understand how you made it through the other side. Amen. You know what I tell them? I say, oh, that's easy. Oh, it's easy in Jesus. How about that? There's only one answer. God brought me through that other side. I remember when my dad passed away and they said, who's going to preach the funeral? My sister said, he is. And they said, don't do it. You're a nice guy. We got to have a backup plan. I said, oh, no, I got to do it. I got to do it. And God gave me the words to do it. Because I wasn't going to let somebody else talk about my dad when I could do it. You know what I mean? Because I told him the last day he was living, he said, look, boy, don't be preaching no doom and gloom. I know where I'm going. He told me, he said, I didn't think I was going to live this long, boy. I'm good. See, that gives, me, that gives me a little nudge right there. See, to know that even though our loved ones are gone and when they have a personal relationship with Christ, we're going to see them again. You got God's word on it, amen? And it wasn't because my dad was a nice guy or your sister was wonderful or any of those things. It was because of what? Remember I said that one answer? Jesus. Jesus. Death, burial, and resurrection. As we come into this time to celebrate uh, Resurrection Day, keep that in mind, but I pray that you live that every day, amen? I pray that you live that every day. Take a look at that. So everybody still doing good? Say amen. amen. All right, so we talked about, what are we talking about so far? At any age, I said, don't let your age stop you. Let it encourage you to use your time wisely. Amen? Use your time wisely. And in any situation, I just wrote this down on my, I always say, what's my takeaway? I'm going to share my takeaway with you on that one. I said, learn from where you've been and take the positive into your future. You can learn something from, from some bad times. Amen. You can learn something from that. And, and so if I'm going to go through this thing, why am I going to carry the negative into the good? If I want to go through this thing, Lord, help me to find one good thing over here. You know, several years ago, I had that knee surgery. Right the time I got my motorcycle. Oh, man. I was like, oh, man, I got to have the surgery and everything else. But you know what? While I was at the, at, at going uh, four days in the hospital, 
I got to share more Jesus there than anything else. I might have shared this with some folks. Got some new faces, but I'll tell you that. I used to get cortisone shots in my knees from time to time. Over and over and over. Get a little relief. Got a cortisone shot in my knee. And times, that was on a Friday. On, on Sunday, I couldn't hardly walk to the car. I called a doctor. What's going on with this? Could I have a blood clot? Could I, no, man, you'll be all right. You know, and, and great doctor and everything. He says, oh, just come in tomorrow. I said, okay. Well, by that evening, I couldn't hardly feel my toes. And by 10.30, I was on Thomas's back, and he was taking me to Port Warwick. And I was in some pain. My knee was big as a pumpkin. And the guy on, on, on the shift there, he goes, something's not right. <laughs> you got a medical degree, don't you? <laughs> I said, yeah, you're right. And we stayed there. And Thomas stayed with me all night. I didn't know. They'd give me some medicine. And he said, Dad, all you were doing, I was laying there like this. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, I don't know why I do that. I get an ice cream headache. I hit the steering wheel on the car. I don't know. But I was still beating like this, like it's going to stop it. I was like, oh. And they said, look, you got to have emergency surgery. You don't know what's going on. So I go, and Tanya and Tim and Denise and everybody, and everybody's praying and going. And I'm getting ready to go in to have a surgery. I said, hold on. I said, we got to pray. So we're praying and everything else. And I noticed the lady at the foot of my little gurney. She almost started crying. And we prayed and everything else. Went through the surgery. Things went good. Although they didn't know everything at the time. They didn't know that I had a staph infection. They should have never done the surgery. But praise God, we went on through. When I woke up the next morning, you know who's at the foot of my bed? That nurse. She said, uh, I was just checking on you. I said, oh, were you in this area? She goes, oh, no. I'm on the other side of the hospital. But I just appreciate your heart. And the Lord just laid it on me. I said, honey, let me just encourage you. I said, I don't know what's going on in your life right now, but I'm going to tell you, God has not left you. And the Lord just gave me a word right there, and she started bawling. She said, sir, I lost my husband one month ago today. The words you're speaking to me are, are, are just something else. Thank you so much. Isn't that something? Through that situation, I could have said, oh, my leg hurts. Oh, somebody bring me a milkshake in the Three Musketeer bar. Thank you, Tim. I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get back on top. They're going, you're not going to eat that. I said, watch me. Golly. But you know what? People visiting, people coming back and forth, everything else. Made it on through that. But I kept thinking about that. And they got me all messed up on the medicine and everything else. So I would be working on the sermon. Praise God, never even missed a Sunday. Ain't it cool? Had put me on a, on a stool over here, but I was still here. I was like, all right. Open your Bibles, you know? This is what gives me life, man. How about you guys? We plug into what God's doing. And I went up there, and my nurse would come back in. I said, what do you think about that? She said, get him, baby. Get him, baby. That's a good one. Share some Jesus. I got to share so much of the love of Christ while I was there. I could have just sat there and said, man, I don't feel good. Man, I don't. But I thought, if I'm going to be here, I want to make it productive for the Lord. Amen? Any situation. And God smiled on that. Got to lead some people to the Lord there. But you know what? It wasn't about me. They were a blessing to me as well. But you know what? I say that because in that situation, a lot of times we don't feel like it. I, I really didn't feel like it. I really didn't feel like it at all. But you know what? God says, all right, you know what? I'm going to use you right where you are. God knows where I am. Let me hear you say it. God knows where I am. Nothing's going to surprise him. He knows exactly where you are and what he has for you. Amen. Let's keep on rolling here and see what else we got. At any time, God can use us, can he? Let's take a look at this. God is not limited by time. I'll give you an example. 
Been doing ministry coming up. This is like 17 years. It's about four years of pastoring the church. When we started doing the church full time, if somebody had asked me, said, hey, you know what? Why don't you pastor church full time? I said, you have lost your mind. It was absolutely the worst time in my book. It really was. A lot more going on at, at my regular job. My dad has just passed away. I'm running two houses with my mom. Everything else, but guess what? God's bringing people in. God's bringing people in to help carry the load. God's nudging us in that direction. I was right out there. Right out there, pulled up, backing up. Just lost my dad. I said, man. I said, I ain't never had to preach. And uh, without my dad, the Lord spoke to me. He says, you have never been fatherless. Woo. Man, they got a message that day. See, I got a little down. But he said, I ain't never left you. And I got him. Isn't that something? What do you think that did to my heart that day? See, the devil said, look at you, little boy. You're going it alone now. You gotta, do you realize what you got to do today? You realize all that? If I would focus on that, and if we focus on that, we will get overloaded fast, won't we? But if you just take it a step at a time, say, Lord, where are you at in this thing? You know what? Look for where God's at and join in with him. Amen? So we came on out here, and you guys start coming in. And God's using the ministry in a mighty way. Let me tell you this. Don't ever just let the one-room church fool you what God's doing. God's using you and you and you and you all over the place, reaching people for Christ. People downloading stuff all over the, 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 the world of the gospel message, and we'll have another one on there today by the end of the day that they can hear about the grace of God. Amen? So don't ever think. We, we, we think it's got to be a certain way at a certain time. God's time is the best. Amen? Always. Well, let's take a look at this. Life transformation can happen at any time. Y'all believe that? Yes, it can. And that's what it's all about. I said this, I said, this life is a classroom waiting to teach us more about your limitless potential. And yes, the Lord is standing at the head of the class showing us the way. He's given us opportunities to rise up every day at your workplace, at the grocery store, wherever, to have an opportunity to rise up. The Bible talks about always give an give a account of, of what you believe. If somebody asked you when you left here, if you went today and you went to get something to eat and you talked to your waitress or something, they said, well, you know, what are you counting on to get to heaven? Would you be able to tell them? Would you be able to share with them how to have a personal relationship with the Lord? I pray that we could. And I don't care if it's in your business, in your family or whatever. And I've mentioned this many times. A lot of times people say, well, business is business and, you know, religion is religion. I don't see how you don't mix a, per, a personal relationship with Christ crosses all barriers. Amen. If I'm going to operate in my family, I need to, Christ to be the head of that. If I want the Lord to bless my business, I need to, to honor him. Amen. That's the whole deal. That's, that, this is it right here. Whatever I do, I need to do that. And sometimes I'll be honest, sometimes, some days I don't do that great. But guess what? I'll get back up and try it again tomorrow because of the grace of God. I'm not here to beat you up. I'm here to lift you up in the things of God. Amen. But I'm going to tell you what, as we honor God, you watch how God backs you. You watch that. You look how he'll make a way out of no way over and over. Remember, it might not be in the time frame you like. It might not be in the color or the size or whatever you like. But I'm going to tell you what, God will not leave you or forsake you. You believe that? Amen. 
Let's keep on rolling. So he's looking for ways to transform your life at any way, any time. I'm going to tell you, you can meet somebody and somebody can speak into your life in a minute. Y'all remember months ago when the Lord called me to the hospital, I spoke to that, that fella, 83 years old, getting ready for surgery. And that man spoke into my life. And I remember him saying these words. He says, son, there's a lot of people in this world, but it only takes a few to make a difference in this world. Man, be a difference maker. The man's telling me this. And I see you. He's not a real young man. I think he got many more years to go. Right? It wasn't, it wasn't like he was sitting on the sidelines and uh, on his couch. He was still wired up with stuff. Did God use him in any situation at any time? Sure did. It was a blessing in my life. And I got to come back and share it with other people. Isn't that good? Transforming us as we go. So I say this. Don't wait until tomorrow. You say, man, Pastor Buddy, what do you mean don't wait don't wait. What do you mean? And my, my response would be this. Don't wait to forgive. Amen. Whether it's yourself, whether it's somebody else, don't wait to forgive. I wonder how long people wait to feel free. Years after year, carry bitterness and guilt right to the grave. And there's no need because God's made a way. Amen. I want to say this. Something the Lord showed me a long time when I was in a really, really tough situation. The Lord showed me this. Just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean you agree with the offense. It means that you agree to see it through my eyes. You agree to look at their life like I looked at yours. Amen? That's powerful. That's powerful right there. And see, other people, if you forgive somebody that maybe has wronged you or wronged some other people, and you forgive them, they think, many times, they think that you agree with what they did. And I had to remind people, it's like, wait a minute. Did God forgive you? Yeah, but. See, that, that's not in there. Yeah, but I didn't, well, I can tell you this. God doesn't have like these golden scales and say, well, you stole the ink pen and you killed somebody. Going back and forth like that. And he tells us all of sin to fall short of glory of God. But I tell you this, when we ask for forgiveness, God, he's quick to forgive, amen? Lord, help us to be quick to forgive. Ourself and others, amen? Let's keep on going with that. I said, don't wait on showing others the love of Christ. See, this is what we do sometimes. We say, well, when they straighten up, then I'll love on them. Where's that written at? If, if God was waiting for us to straighten up before he loved on us, he'd have never sent Jesus, right? But he loved us so much that he sent his son. What is that verse I love so much? While we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's a good one to hold in your heart. And then apply it to others that have wronged you. Amen? Keep on rolling here. I said, look for the blessings in life at any time. You said, yeah, but I don't, I, you don't know what I'm going through. Let's go back to my hospital story. I wasn't feeling real blessed at the time if I just looked on the surface. But I can tell you, when I could start walking again, I was feeling real blessed. When they told me, you know what? When they found out that they probably shouldn't have done the surgery, I talked to a couple of doctors later. They said, man, you could have lost your leg because of that. They were just operating the best they knew. They couldn't believe it. When all the cultures and stuff came back, they couldn't believe it. What in the world? What in the world? You know what some people said? You ought to sue them. You ought to sue them. I said, I like my doctor. Wasn't his fault. I watched everything he did. He's done it. They've done it a hundred times over seven or eight years. I could do the shot myself. They didn't do anything different that day. Just one of those things, right? But see, some people will try to take that and make something out of that that probably we really should. 
you know. But I can tell you one thing. When they found that out, I didn't have no problem getting an appointment at the doctor no more. <laughs> yes, sir, what do you need? That's like, okay, I'd like to come tomorrow. What time? Yeah, okay. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. And it was just overrode everything, you know. But you know what? I'm very grateful for those that, uh, that the Lord uses to, to help us out along the way. God will use a doctor, amen. God will use medicine. He can use all those things. But you know, ultimately, we would need to be seeking the, the, the Lord who's the great physician. But follow the nudge of the Lord, amen. Let's keep on going. We'll pull that back, the last part of that scripture. It says, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever, amen. Mm-mm-mm. Have you ever noticed that? A lot of times we just want to give God glory when everything's good. Do we praise him when things are not the way we want them? I think we should because he's more than enough over and over and over. And I said, you know, and we look at this. I said, I said, notice our slide said anytime. God's word confirms it to all generations forever and ever. Next time you feel like you're the only one, look around a little bit. Next time you think you're going through a tough time, and we all do, and I'm not minimizing that, I want to give you the tools in your spiritual tool belt. Grab hold of those promises of God, amen. Grab hold of those things. Speak the word of God. Read the word of God, amen. The devil wants you to keep that Bible shut so you don't know who you are. He doesn't want you to know those promises so you can't claim those promises. What did we say earlier so many times? We speak so much negative. Well, I can't remember exactly how I wrote it down there, but I said many times it's hard to see the picture of victory when we're speaking Drawing lines with our words. I really believe that. Of doubt. Of hate. Unforgiveness. All these things. So, I pray, Lord, that my heart and my actions line up with yours. That's my prayer. That's my prayer for me. That's my prayer for us. Some days better than others if we're honest. But guess what? God doesn't give up on us, does he? He doesn't give up on us. So don't give up on your spouse or your neighbor or your friends or people at work. And sometimes it's easy to do that. We get wore out. Why? Because we try to do it in our own strength. But I'm here to tell you today, let's walk in the strength of the Lord. Amen. Got one more thing I want to share with you fully. Let's go back through this again. Now to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. I want you to know that we have limitless potential in Christ Jesus. Think about that. Think about where you are right now in your job or whatever the situation is. For most, uh, most people, I'd say they, they never thought they'd, they'd get to that. I'm very thankful for the job that the Lord's given me out at NASA. That's good. Me and, me and Jess went out to eat last night. We go to um, a place that they put the dinner in and chop it all up. I can't say the word, but it's got great food, right? You know, a little Japanese restaurant. And we went there. And the guy said, well, what do you do? I said, well, I'm a pastor. And I was talking some more, and he was talking about how he was retired Air Force and stuff. And I said, well, I work at, at NASA for a contractor out there, too. And he says, man, I have been trying to get on out there. He said, every time I send something out there and they send me back, they can't use me, I send two more. He says, one day I'm going to be able to do that. One, that was his desire, all right? And I thought, wow, the Lord's blessed me. I've been working out there 30 years. You know what I mean? This man has got the background. He's got the fire and everything else, but he just hasn't had that opportunity right now. But he didn't give up. He says, you know what? One day I'd like to say I worked there. He was interested in what the space program and stuff. He knew more about the stuff that's going on out there than I do, and I work there every day because that was a passion of his. 
What is it that you're passionate about? Is it about the Lord? Is it about your family? Is it about others? Is it about your work? I don't know what it is. But whatever you're passionate about, that's what you're going to plug into. And I'll tell you this. If you're passionate about Christ, he'll align all those other things so that you can spend the most time and being the most effective in all those areas of your life. And I pray today that we start out with the limitless potential of knowing who we are in Christ and how we can impact every life that we come in contact with. Do you believe that? There's always an opportunity. Always an opportunity. Talked to the guy last night, like I said, at the table. You can talk to people on the elevator. I love talking to them on the elevator because you've got them in. Right? <laughs> Especially if you're starting at the bottom going to the top. Or if you're at the top going down. They say, going down. I say, yeah, you know where you're going? <laughs> Anything, man. Lord, yeah, yeah, I'm going to explore one. No, that's not what I'm talking about. You know, so there's opportunities all the time. And I pray that God uses us in a mighty way. No matter what you're going through, no matter where you've been, no matter your age, no matter your situation, anytime, I'm telling you that God can use you. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you so much that we're not limited, uh, Lord, in you, but we have limitless potential because of what Christ has done for us. Lord, I praise you and I love you. And, and today I just ask you to, to just work in the hearts of those that are here. And Lord, if there's one here today that's not sure that if they died today, that they'd have, have heaven as their home for eternity. I'm speaking to that heart right now, Lord. I pray that you draw them to you. You say, well, buddy, I, I really don't know. What do you mean? I, I mean, I'm a pretty nice guy. I'm, I, I try to do right, all these things. I want to help you with that today, friend. It's about what Christ has done. You can do all the great things you want to do. You can help all the people you want to help. But if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you really have nothing. So today, I want to introduce you to, to, to my friend, my Lord, my Savior. His name is Jesus. He says, whosoever calls upon the name will be saved. He says, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. He didn't say nothing about what you're doing or where you've been or how many times you've done this. I want to tell you that all these things can be laid at the foot of the cross. And you can come to the Lord Jesus. And he cleans us, sets us in the family of God. So if that's your prayer today, pray from your heart. Dear Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. Today is the day I receive you. Lord, I believe you're the Son of God that, that takes away the sin of the world. Come into my life and forgive me. That you today don't leave here today without telling somebody, you know what, that was my prayer. I just want to let you know. If you're here today and you say, man, I've just been struggling. I've been struggling. Let's take a look at what God says about us. He says, now to him that is able to exceed, do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. I pray that you encourage him the Lord today. Amen.